It was a dark and billowy night. The moon was full in the sky when your host, Jonas Cisneros, and Haley Elder decided to make a spooky uh, dating horror stories podcast right before Halloween. True. From the great beyond. The great beyond being our little closet that we recorded. We we crawled out of our graves. True. That's it. That's that's all we did. <laughs> <laughs> then we crawled here, I guess. Yeah, uh, we skulked out from our coffins and did the monster mash. Yeah, you can. We're so hyped. If you can't tell. <laughs> um. So today we have we have an episode for you. Another one, if you want it. Um. <laughs> if, if you're down. And but before we get into that, we'll start off with our little question to fall in love, which uh, really fits our topic today because it's a little on the spooky side. True. Um, so the question is, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Um, well, I don't have a hunch about how I'm going to die. Um, I have a hunch that I'm just not gonna. Oh. <laughs> um, obviously, a pure delusion. Uh, there's just a little, little voice in the back of my head that just tells, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to die. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, I just refuse, simply. Does anyone really ever die? Is death even real? I don't think so. I think it's a human construct. All those bitches be faking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a hunch that I'm going to drown just because I've always been like irrationally afraid of water, but also like loved it at the same time. Maybe like, that means you drowned in a past life. But I feel like I'm more intuitive than um, like having a sense of past. Like I could not even tell you what I ate for breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, valid. But I mean, like when we have irrational fears, some people think it's because it's how we died in a past life in like past i had a past life regression once and found out that my most recent past life i like died from cancer but it was too early for them to know it was cancer and it's really interesting because i have been terrified of cancer um my whole life like genuinely terrified hypochondria vibes and then I found out that it's like, oh, like your most recent past life, you died because of this mystery illness that turned out to be cancer. They just didn't know what it was. That's crazy. And I was like, checks out. <laughs> I've always wanted to get past life regression, but like I can't find a notable person. I feel like or like, I don't know. I haven't looked that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a friend of mine did one once. The one I did was with a friend who's um very pagan and very uh good at uh like intuitively reading tarot cards for like past lives um and i've actually gotten a lot better at it over the past like couple of years so now i can do it really well for other people um i just can't do it super well for myself um but yeah you want to give me one yeah tomorrow cool. we'll just do witchy things okay or not tomorrow tomorrow's thursday friday at your party yeah <laughs> okay cool oh, hell yeah we'll know how Haley died we'll let you know next week we'll let you know we'll keep you posted <laughs> i know you're just at the edge of your seats um 
so you're gonna drown and i'm just never gonna die yeah uh it's pretty solid uh any relationship updates no still just bliss still just vibing cooking dinner yep uh boring as hell honestly true but like in a good way yeah like it's just like i have nothing to report because everything is great yeah and it's not boring like my relationship isn't boring but talking about it i feel like it's boring. boring yeah especially if it's like well my boyfriend didn't like it, it makes my me boyfriend's just nice and perfect and i don't really have anything else to say that's <laughs> i mean me too except i do want to congratulate him because he passed his pharmacy technician exam Ooh, snaps for i boyfriend. know i don't know if we say his name or not we do i think we do good job cody <laughs> <laughs> um so that was a nice little relief that was a good thing we love to see it um i have stayed at his house every day of this week cute is it it is i'm like ugh. like i like being over there obviously but i'm like it's too much. I don't <laughs> want to bug him. He's like, no, you're not bugging me. And I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> if he lives alone, then like literally what else would he want to be doing? Just sitting at his apartment alone or have his hot girlfriend there? Uh, true. True dad. <laughs> you right. <laughs> uh. Um. So in opposition to our perfect uh relationships yes. that we have going on yes we're gonna talk about some of our personal dating horror stories um i have quite a few as do i should we just go back and forth yes a little round robin yeah <laughs> pop off you can go first oh, fuck. um should i start with the most recent one or like the least recent one start with the least recent okay the least recent one um so uh i was in like a two-year relationship in high school um with this guy who uh was not awesome at all um and i was gonna tell the story of our first kiss because it's a horror story because it's so embarrassing um, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell the scary, spooky one. Um, so probably it was like January and I was in high school. So, you know, any kind of activities, um, were still like awkward. Right. And so, um, my boyfriend at the time really, really wanted me to, um, can I say, <laughs> go down on him yeah say it like that okay no other <laughs> no, other, uh, no other words i was trying to find a euphemism but then i was like i can't or i can't do it um not smart enough today but my boyfriend at the time really wanted me to go down on him and i was like very much disgusted by the thought because i was like 17 um and i was like ow um and he decided to take matters into his own hands um and he took me to village inn on a blizzardy night in omaha nebraska and then um after village inn um i had a i had a banana cream pie and you know a box that i was really excited to get home and eat um but he had different different thoughts 
Um, <laughs> you were going to eat his banana cream pie. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad you picked up on it. Um, he took me, he drove me to the sketchy side of Zerinsky Lake at night during a blizzard. Um, and I don't know how like familiar you are with Zerinsky Lake being a fellow Omahaian. I don't, I was in East Omaha. And oh, that's true. That far west. You were, you were better. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay. Zerinsky Lake. I love Zerinsky Lake. Adore it. One of my favorite places is at Zerinsky Lake. However, it is a sketchy place. I have definitely like been running there and just seen decapitated squirrels and like uh, some like not great things have happened with the police there um i think they found like a dead body it was just like not nah, it's just like it's a little sketchy it's a little little sketchy um so that was adding to my so he took me to the sketchiest part of lake zarinsky at night during a blizzard and sat there and turned off the car and was basically like you're gonna do it and the entire time all i was thinking about i had two thoughts during the whole time one I just want to get home and eat my banana cream pie. <laughs> Two, um, am I going to get murdered by a clown? Because this was also during the clown craze that hit oh. Omaha. So I was like, I was like, every horror movie starts this way with like some teenagers fucking around in the backseat of a Subaru Outback. <laughs> and then the crazy serial killer who's just a symbol for purity culture comes and kills them. Like, this happens every time. So that's all I was thinking about. I had a box cutter in my purse. I was like, I do not care about this man. I will box cut my way out of this horror movie. Yeah. So that was that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that you went through that. Oh, no. It's it's funny now. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at me. Make it make it funny. Uh, ah, Men are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> My horror stories aren't like actually scary. They're just like terrible relationship things that have happened. Is that is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. See, I have those too. But I was like, I need to come out swinging with a scary one. With a scary one. I guess I do have a scary one that actually happened on my first date with Mark. <gasps> um, but it was like all resolved because you know whatever. But anyways, so we were we went on our date and then we were like okay what like what do we do now and it was like super cold out so we were like i don't know let's go to pioneer park <laughs> in the cold and so mark and i do this thing where we're like we don't need maps like we're too good for maps. and like i had not had a car in lincoln and like i don't know where pioneer park is but i was like i know it's in the direction of costco which is just south lincoln somewhere and is that even south? It is, yeah. Costco is South Lincoln. Pioneer Park is far away from Costco. I know. I know that now. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, it's just like down the street from Costco. So one, I couldn't even get us to Costco. And then two, I was like, okay, like I know it's somewhere over here. Like, let's just go in this direction. And I don't know where we were. We were like in the middle of like a cornfield or something. And then Mark's car like started to run out of gas. <gasps> and I was like, we're going to die. And like neither of us had phone service to like find mm -hmm. a gas station or Pioneer Park or anything. Um, but then we 
we found gas station and we found pioneers park oh hell yeah um maybe mark knew where we were the whole time and, and he was just, just like, he was just trying to <laughs> just trying to scare me scare a you bit. <laughs> men um, are so funny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was really scary. I was like, do I know this man? Is he going to... Because it was like our first date ever. Like, we had been friends for like two years before dating, but I was like, yeah. what if he is really just like a creep and I'm about to die? What right if he's now? a serial killer? Yeah, we don't know. Um, During my Tinder days, I would always... um, Like, whenever a guy wanted to hang out before I was ready to hang out, I'd always be like, whoa, not so fast. I have to make sure you're not like a serial killer first. Ew. Um, and I know and then they fell for it every time like I really think that they thought they were special that I was like I have to make sure you're not a serial mm-hmm. killer but they weren't like I was literally saying that to like 10 guys at the same time like you're not doing any research I'm not just, doing any just research I just don't want to <laughs> hang out yet until I know that it's going to be worth my time yeah. um, I would say another horror story I have this was freshman year of college it was right after I had broken up with that terrible high school boyfriend um and i was in a sociology class and this guy in front of me um started talking to me like on a whim like a week after i broke up with uh my boyfriend and um we started talking he like got my number we started texting and it was like super like great he was like a track athlete he was like super cute tall like funny he was a philosophy major which should have been a red flag red flag flag. um but he um we kept talking for a while and then he would do this fun little fun thing where um he would invent reasons to get mad at me (laughs) and i was a freshman so i was like really stupid and also fragile (laughs) and so he would like like invent a reason to get mad at me and then like yell at me like call me at 4 a.m and yell at me kind of thing and be and would be like you're stupid you're dumb like what are you you're not a happy person like blah 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 and i would just was just like what is happening um and then he wouldn't talk to me for two weeks and then two weeks after that on the dot he would come back and like start being really nice to me and i fell for it probably for like four months um and then i like blocked him because i was like oh like this is cyclical and like a problem like scary and like scary no it gets scarier um because he was a very unhinged person and so i blocked him on everything and like to this day when i was on tinder um he would like super like me every time and then send me like really weird like cryptic uh, like messages like with that app that they had like with the thing that they had where you could if you super like someone you can send them a note so like I wouldn't swipe on him but he would come across he would like tinder like me on tinder and then he would like send me a note and super like me um I delete I blocked him on like three or four different instagram accounts and he would just make another one and then like message me and yell at me for blocking him um and then um when i would take photos of track he would follow me around the entire time um that's scary it's a horse men are so funny (laughs) 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 this is really just becoming the real horror story is the audacity of men yeah that's it folks (laughs) 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 um now it's your turn this is just kind of like a funny, not scary one, 
But when I was in high school, I had a high school boyfriend from, you know, freshman year to senior year. Mm-hmm. And he slept through my birthday dinner with my family three years in a row. Uh, t- three whole years in a row. Dude. <laughs> Dude. After the first one, like, I was like, okay, he's sleepy, like, whatever, he's tired. He's sleepy. The second one, I was like, the like, what is this? And then the third one, I was like, okay, it's time to break up. It's, it's time it's to break time. up. It is time. Um, honestly, a lot of them blend together. Um, they're, so over the last, I would say over the, it was like, Maybe, like, March to, like, the summer. Honestly, like, last month this happened. Uh, But I was talking to this baseball player here. I think he graduated. Um, But (laughs) we started talking and, like, barely said anything. Like, literally, like, hey. Um, and he was just like, he just messaged me and was like, come over. Mm. And I'm like, um, no, no. Um, but he would be like, why come over? Like, come over. And I'm like, I tried to do my like cute, like, I got to make sure you're not a serial killer first to which he, his dumb brain was like, but I'm not. Cause that like has a ton of merit. Right. Um, so I quickly like shot him down, like cut him from the roster. He was on the original roster of the summer, um, cut him from the team. Uh, but he would keep like clockwork, like every month, like message me, hype me up on like some post that I made and then do the same thing. Like come over, hang out. And for a little bit, I was like, oh, like maybe I'll get to know him. And I was like, okay, we like, I was like, you can't do this. Like, this is rude as hell. And I kind of started getting me being mean to him. And when I started being mean to him, he was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, we can totally like talk. And that lasted for like maybe like a day until he was like, yeah, I mean, the best sex happens when you like understand each other. So, like, obviously, that was all on this man's brain. And, like, we been new, but I was like, maybe there's some kind of depth there. Anyways, two, up until a month ago, when Jonas Cisneros got cuffed against all odds, <laughs> um, he did the same thing every month. Um, he was like, hey, let's hang out. To which I said, no. He said, why? And I was finally able to kill him. He kept on coming back from the dead. Um, <laughs> I was finally able to kill him with the, with ye old, oh, I'm sorry, I have a date with my boyfriend. Go off. And he hasn't messaged me since. Um, so I think we finally that killed player. that one. I think we finally killed him. <laughs> Good. He deserves to die. He does, honestly. Um, <laughs> I hate how it's like, we definitely set out to make this funny, like to make this funny, like, oh my God, haha, dating horror stories. And now it's just becoming like, like a thin line between like, here's my dating trauma. Here's my dating trauma. Here's my dating trauma. Here's my dating trauma. Also men suck. Like that's what this is becoming. And I apologize, dear audiences, for what that is. But maybe you can like laugh at it. On it, men are so funny. <laughs> men are so funny when they are scary. Yeah. You know? 
I have a scary story that's pretty personal, but I think I'm going to share it just because, haha, men are so funny. Men are so funny. Um, <laughs> so as you might know, my ex-boyfriend, my most recent ex, um, the one with, like, I don't even remember what we used to call him. He was like the indie sad boy. Oh, he's tattoos. the he's the he's the alt boy. Alt he's boy. the alt boy. Yeah. Um, we've moved in together in August and then broke up the first week of September, a week after I signed the lease. Um, and then from that, we would we I tried really hard to maintain like a good friendship because we had just signed a lease together and we. You know, we were going to live together for a year. Um, but I found out that he had slept with my roommate <laughs> I moved in with. Or not slept with. Maybe just hooked up. I don't know the details. I didn't ask for them. But then after that, he would continuously try to, like, get back with me. And, like, would, like, get angry at me. Like, if I ever talked to someone else. And, like, was, like, really controlling. Like, if I spent the night at a friend's house or something, he'd, like, try to, like, figure out where I was, like, drive around looking for my car, like, really creepy, like, um, and then he would also break into my bedroom at night and get into my bed while I was knocked out. This happened, like, three times. He, I would lock my door, and he would stick a toothpick in it and crawl into my bed. That's horrifying. Yes. That is actually scary. (laughs) After he slept with my roommate, after we broke up. Which I was like, whatever, like, I don't care that much, but, like, why the hell are you still like trying to after get, me? Yeah. Like, go move it's on. It's because you're just so irresistible, <laughs> Haley. No. No, it's because he's a fucking freak. Yeah. So that was probably the scariest thing that's ever Literally happened. light that man on fire. I wish I could. I'll help you. I don't know. I feel like his life is sad enough now that I don't. So then end it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to live in misery you know but he could die in misery but i feel like dying is peaceful maybe i want him to just have a not if you're burned alive (laughs) no we don't condone burning (laughs) people at the stake here no it's a joke but what if (laughs) (laughs) but like what if haha but like what if haha women are so funny (laughs) (laughs) haha what if we like lit him on fire (laughs) Um, anyways, moving on. Do you have any? Um, I think I have, I have plenty of dating horror stories that are just terrible because men are so funny. Um, but I think the last one that I'm going to mention, unless I think of a better one. Um, it, it happened in the summer and I call it the big ghost. Um, so it was, I was, so as many of you know, I started Hot Girl Summer uh, with with just fire in my eyes and a deep hatred for men. Um, and but she's not gay. But I'm not gay, which Weird is really enough. sad uh, for me. Um, but I was like, I am going to make the boys of Lincoln cry. I am going to paint the town red with their shattered hearts. I am going to be a force. I had my I had my uh, roster all color coded, um, rankings of the players, all of them, literally all of it. And then then I met then I met a boy. 
And I started to like the boy. Um, ooh. Um, <laughs> um, started liking Turn the dude. Back now. Honestly, true. Should have read the should have read the writing on the wall. Um, but so I started liking this dude and we started hanging out all the time. We were basically dating. We like had a what are we conversation. But it, like, didn't go very well. And I was in, like, a true situationship, which in and of itself is just a fucking horror movie. Situationships are terrible. Don't do it. Um, But it was a pretty, like, substantial situationship uh, that lasted about four months. And at the end of the four months, he started getting really weird and going on a lot of benders with his friend. Um, And he was kind of being, like, rude to me in the sense that he was disrespecting my time. Um, and so I finally confronted him on it. I was like, Hey, you're kind of acting like a bitch. Um, could you just tell me that you're done now so that we can move on? I'm not, I'm not vibing with the slow ghost. Um, and he responded, he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to ghost you. Like, I I think I'm just really scared and it's my fragile male ego and um like this whole thing so of course i got that message and my anger just absolved i was like oh my god like that's totally valid um i was getting ready to go to the lincoln exposed redux um at the time and i was like i'm gonna go pregame like seeing a show with some friends but i have like an hour if you want to call me and we can talk um and to this day, that message goes unopened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to ghost. Proceeds to ghost. Fades away. <laughs> um, honestly, thank God, because that guy was a massive loser. And I am so much happier now than I ever would have been with him. Uh, so thanks. Thanks, dude. Um, he does listen to this podcast. So Good. thank You're you. You're a loser. It's true. <laughs> Might want to get that drug addiction checked. Oh, Jonna. Um, Maybe he will be a ghost if he doesn't. Yeah, he would OD. The ghosty becomes the ghost. <laughs> anyway. He used to always say, he's like, if I die, I'm coming back to haunt you. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. I know it is. But at the time, I was like, oh, my God, that's like so sweet. But also, <laughs> I have some people who I would haunt if I came back. I would, like, poltergeist the shit out of them. Just, like, people who wronged me in my life, I would make their life bad. But I would want them to know it's me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want them to just think it's some specter from the Arctic. No, I want them to know Jonas Cisneros' ghost is coming for them. And this, the Warrens can't help you now. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. (laughs) That's, I think, the last one that I'll probably rehash because I can't think of any others that aren't, like, traumatic. <laughs> yeah. I have, okay, I have one more, but it's kind of weird. Um, so I'll just gloss over it really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, two years ago or something, mm-hmm. after, like, I don't know, I had been single for, like, months, and I it was, like, the beginning of the middle of the pandemic, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to go on a date with this regular at a coffee shop that I worked worked at, and um, we it was like pandemic season, so we like cooked dinner together, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I really don't want to sleep with anyone ever again, and like so this guy made me dinner, and I like went home, and then 
I invited him to like hang out like a couple nights later, like with me and my roommate, like drinking beers or whatever. And my roommate was like trying to get him like really like sloshed. Um, and he was like, it's fine. Like my roommate said this to him and he was like, it's fine. Like you can just sleep here, like on the couch. And then this man proceeded to like invite himself to sleep in my room. And so I put on, <laughs> it was like middle of summer and I put on a, this flannel set of pajamas that I have. And I gave us two separate blankets and I built a wall of pillows between us. And I went to sleep peacefully, fully, <laughs> you know, not wanting anything. I didn't even like kiss him. I was like, nope, I'm too tired. Like mm-hmm. I don't want anything right now. Um, and I woke up at three in the morning to him doing something to himself <gasps> <laughs> what is wrong and with then, and then i woke up and i just got up out of bed and i went to the bathroom because i was like what the what do i do yeah and then i went back in my room and i was and he was like i'm gonna go home and i was like okay bye and then i just he just left good and i never talked to him again good and he like tried to hit me up and like tried to call me and like what and i was like no like we're i'm not no that was literally <laughs> gross men are so funny yeah it's so funny it is so, so funny disgusting. it's disgusting since then i have bought in a new bed and new bed sheets and new everything so it's like i don't want this energy <laughs> beautiful beautiful i do have one more little quick one um so last year i did break up with my boyfriend on halloween I know and then I did this like cutting the cord burning paper ritual um because it was the night of the super moon um on Halloween yeah that was a, a pretty powerful night it was um and so yeah I think that's what I'm gonna close out with broke up with my boyfriend and did some witchy things to get rid of him on Halloween last year um should we do some crowdsourced for dating horror stories yeah we should do a couple okay, okay um so this one should we do we say names do we just i feel like we probably shouldn't say names okay so we got one um my ex and i's first date was crashed by our band director on his lunch break we can talk about emma that's emma <laughs> <laughs> that's emma uh emma like is cute. on the <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, Emma is on the You Heard It Queer First podcast that the DN also produces. Go give it a listen because yeah. that's her. That's funny. That's a, that's not a terrible one. Like that's- I feel like I would want to die if that happened. Like my orchestra teacher crashed a date that I was on. How no. much nerdier can you get? I, on a lunch break? On too? a lunch what, break? What, what is this? Degrassi? Please. <laughs> Um, next one. I went to school out of town and went on a date with someone from my school and I showed up a few minutes late and he was already eating and now he goes to UNL with me. Oh, RIP. Then why do you do that? Men are so funny. I don't even know. Well, she, they did say it was a he, so I was like, maybe it wasn't a man, but this one was a man and why? 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 Um, in early high school, I went to a restaurant for a date, and they never showed up. Later on, I found out that they went on a date with someone else instead. 
That's Oof. just sad. That is sad. I have never been stood up on a date like that. And I think if I did, I don't even know how I would handle that rejection. Like I would <laughs> like that that would just break my heart a little bit. If I got all like dressed up and ready to go somewhere and then just was never met. Like <laughs> I can't I, even imagine. I always make uh extra plans on nights that I have a date, like a first date. Um, so that did happen to me actually with the guy that ghosted me our first date he like slept through it and like stood me up like I was ready and like to go but I just went to my friend's like party and like drank like so like I always make extra plans on first dates just in case That's that's good advice yeah because I would be so sad just sitting in my on my couch like makeup hair done eating yeah like mcdonald's or something just like no one will ever love me (laughs) that's how i would handle it same (laughs) i'd take that too hard do we have any more crowdsourced ones um freshman year a guy and i had a flirtation ship um he randomly decided to drive up to unl to come see them and then he threw a hissy fit when they wouldn't stay at his hotel room with him. Needless to say, they told him to kick the rocks. Pop off. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Why would he just come up randomly? Men are so <laughs> men are Men are so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... This one says, I had an ex write a song about me after I ended things with him on Valentine's Day. Same girly. (laughs) Um, He was abusive in all shapes and forms. It's a local band, too. I wonder if we have the same ex. (laughs) I kind of thought that when I saw that story. I was like, is this, should I ask them? Yes. Honestly, do Um, it. I, I would bet money that it's that person. Maybe. But I know who he dated right after me. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they had like a fling or it was like before you. I'll I'll ask. (laughs) You should. Let Um, me know. (laughs) This one I thought was funny. I thought I was going to dinner with a friend to celebrate his birthday when we got to the restaurant with his whole family. Oh, sorry. I ruined it. When we got to the restaurant, his whole family was there and they called me his girlfriend. (gasps) Horrifying. Horrifying. Also kind of funny though. It's it like, is kind of funny. <laughs> it's just like uh, oh, oh. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. Um, so with this in mind, with all of these horror stories, uh, why do you think <laughs> everyone is breaking up or like arguing? That right transition now? was just so flawless, <laughs> Haley. Oh my god. Okay, so the other thing we're gonna talk about is I have personally noticed um everybody is breaking up right now like everybody's breaking up or like on the rocks like relationships that have been stable for years are like suddenly on the rocks like very prominently and i just kind of wanted to spitball like why that might be happening because i feel like obviously like dates we have the horror stories with dates but there is also the relationship horror stories when like something just creeps on into that little 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 thing um and like ruins it and so like honestly i feel like it is there something spooky in the air causing people to break up 
like what like mercury just got out of retrograde i feel like that was a big part of it i feel like everyone was like oh my god i miss my ex i'm gonna break up with my boyfriend and text my ex-boyfriend classic like nasty grossy gross things like that which bother me because i don't like any of my exes (laughs) valid um yeah i feel like it could also be like you're with someone and you're like "Mm, i don't want to bring them home for thanksgiving i think that's a big thing i feel like that's a good sign that it's not working out and you should break up with them yes i also think that it might be like almost like a result of the pandemic because like a lot of these relationships have been existing primarily in like a pandemic that like changed our entire concept of like closeness and intimacy and even like vulnerability and community and so I wonder if it's like okay like a bunch of people got together within the past like couple of years um and like really relied on each other throughout this like really terrible traumatic time and now obviously the pandemic isn't over by any means but now it's been long enough and we've had enough moments where we're like uh mask free like blah 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 vaccines that people are like reevaluating their priorities and being like oh i was relying on this person and i don't actually love them or like complacency or something like that like i want i wonder if that's a factor yeah or like they've just changed so much within themselves that they're like i've no longer am meshing well with this person yes i think that could be it also like venus and saturn were in retrograde i know saturn was returning super super recently and saturn is like this planet of like divine consequence um venus is the planet of love exactly and so you know if (laughs) venus is in retrograde expect exes to come back expect feelings of you know oh my god i miss them so much and then also just like really weird things happening with like romance and then coupled with a mercury in retrograde might have been just the perfect storm you know but not for us look at us going strong not for us going strong do you have any tips on how you kept your relationship vibing strong throughout? <laughs> it's literally been a, a month like t- don't put that on me <laughs> um i do yeah you have probably have some tips i feel like anytime i'm feeling any type of like disconnect or like um basically anytime I have any problems with my relationship I'm like I feel like this is happening and I want to talk about it and and just communicating openly and uh, you know I don't know I feel like like now that I think about it Mark and I have both been pretty down lately don't know if it's from the like planets in the sky or whatever but like we can really like talk about that and like support mm-hmm. each other and like help each other through these hard times i mm-hmm. guess for sure i feel i feel like it's a level of like what i have down is like how to cleanse the bad juju out of your relationship so for like people in a relationship who might be on the rocks like you said like open communication is first and foremost it is the foundation um i'm really happy and like lucky even that in you know these beginning stages of my own relationship 
um, there is a very stark line of communication. Like we're very open, we're very good at setting boundaries and we're very good at talking and communicating. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I think that when you're in a relationship for a really long time, um, people get almost set in their like emotional roles. And so if, you know, that has happened in the relationship, communicating and standing up for yourself I think is very important like you don't have to be mean to your partner but like I feel like when you've been together for a while and you bring up something and you don't normally bring these things up and you don't have that line of communication you know the partner's like am I a bad boy which is manipulative which is manipulative you know and then it's really easy to be like no you know what babe it was it was me I'm sorry I'm sorry I brought it up like stand up for yourself you know they might not be doing it as manipulation they might just be that way or they might not realize that that is manipulative um but regardless like stand up for yourself and like the love and affection you deserve also use i feel statements yeah like don't start a discussion with a significant other when things have been on the rocks with you do this you do this wrong and it makes me feel like shit like that's Instead, be like hey, i feel like you are not paying attention to me enough or even like because whenever you use the word you it can be like condescending so perhaps it's like i feel uh you know neglected and isolated because we've both been really busy and i feel like um i haven't gotten the affection that you know, we kind of had in the beginning of this relationship. Um, breaking it down and uh, clini- almost like clinicizing the problem in the most honest and simple way, I think is really productive. Um, and then it's okay to over-clarify. Like, I know that when I bring up tough stuff, like, I'm pro- you know, um, I'm always like, okay, I, I don't want this to be this. I'm not trying to come off as X, Y, and Z. I just wanted to bring this up because I think it's better to bring it up than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go in with your I feel statement and then, you know, wait for them to respond, um, you know, with their side of the story because they might have a completely different perception than you do because this is a whole person. Just because you've been dating for a really long time doesn't make you one unit. They're a whole person and you're a whole person and the relationship is something you share. It's not who you are. Um, so like getting their other perspective can be really helpful. It doesn't have to turn into a fight and it certainly doesn't have to turn into a breakup. But if it ain't working out, do be breaking up. Break up. <laughs> uh, break up with your boyfriend. Break up with your boyfriend. Also, if you've been together for a long time, this got brought up to me the other day and I'm like, mm. um, they're like, well, I just like wasted like however many years of my life if I break up with them now. And like, that is not the case. Like if you do feel like the best decision is to break up with somebody that you've been with for a couple of years, cause it's just not jiving anymore. Um, that was not time wasted. Like that was time that you were loved and that you and loved you somebody. How to love and you learned yeah. all the like intricacies of a relationship that you can then apply to someone who will make you feel better and will mm-hmm. like, absolutely do not be scared to break up with someone because of time like it it, time's a human construct you're still hot in 20 like (laughs) 
you're fine, babes. I promise. John is 22 now. Should we sing her happy birthday? I forgot to mention. I that. don't know about you. <laughs> I'm feeling 22. I don't know the next word. I don't either, speaking. honestly. Um, I'm not like other girls. I'm not Haley Elder. <laughs> Haley, I'm not like other girls. Elder. <laughs> um, I think that obviously going to therapy helps cleanse the bad juju. Um, and then like, don't, don't approach a discussion with the hopes of changing someone. Also don't approach a relationship with the hopes of changing someone. If you don't like somebody as they are right before you in that moment, it's not the vibe. If you have like fundamental problems with their personality, yes. like who they are, like it's not going to work out. You can't change them. If there's something that annoys the ever living shit out of you, just find someone else. Just find someone else. Um, don't go into it because it's unfair to them and it's unfair to yourself to enter in a relationship. What? Because you're desperate. True. You don't want to be alone. True. So you enter a relationship hoping you can change someone's fundamental personality. How would that feel if they did that to you? True. You know, it's not, don't do it. You can't change anybody and you can't save anybody or fix anybody. I feel like that was the hardest lesson for me to learn. Yeah. that like, I would be like, oh, my God, I can help them. Like, yep. I can help them through this. And it's like, no. Like, you can support someone when they're down, but it's like you cannot fix a person who will no. not fix themselves. Like, no. It's not on you, girly. It's not. Not at all. I mean, my inner child there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like I was going to bring up, I was like the, I was going to, I was like the original ghoster, um, my father. Um <laughs> Same. really instilled haha men are so funny <laughs> um really instilled that like i can fix him yeah you know when you can't you can't fix him you can't save him no he one. can go to therapy though and fix himself and you can go to therapy for the damage he caused you true he did that um but you can't do that so don't put that on you yeah honestly kind of narcissistic to think you can fix someone <laughs> who are you god please god doesn't even do that shit can I give a tip that I is kind of weird, but uh, pop off. Um, so something that I do if I'm ever feeling like a little disconnected from Mark is that I like to. <laughs> I feel like this is like very like start a fight, hippy dippy. No, oh. um, I like to sit down face to face and just like stare into his eyes. Ew, isn't that weird? I hate you. I know that's weird, but it's like I feel like it like restores some like sense of connection. Like if he like goes on like vacation for a week, I have like this object permanence thing where it's like if he's not right in front of me, like I don't know where he is. Like yeah, I don't know who he, he is. doesn't like, exist. So when he comes back, it's like I have to like reconnect and like I don't know. And I that's think that's do it. I think that's really valid. I just hate eye contact. And um, I don't, Cody will listen to this and he's going to text me and be like, see, eye contact's great. And so that's why I responded the way I did, because he's big into just staring at each other's eyes. And I'm not. What, have you tried it? I will like look at him for like a minute. But like when I talk, I talk like the, like not looking at someone. <laughs> um, like I don't like eye contact a whole lot. It's too vulnerable for me. That's the whole point. You have to be vulnerable. Ew. Okay, whatever. You can't change someone. Yeah, you can't change me, Haley. How are we going to fall in love if you're trying to change me? <laughs> I feel. <laughs> um, 
should we give some witchy tips just yes it's halloween you know these aren't based in fact okay well these are all things i did before yeah, i hopped into a really experience. these are purely anecdotal uh but i did do all of these things probably like a month before cody and i started going out spill them girly <laughs> um so the probably the most effective thing that i felt like really worked um was i got so get a, get yourself a red candle i got one from the dollar tree all right this doesn't have to be no free trade shit like the get it from the dollar tree um it can be a candlestick it can be a little tea candle i got one of those big like <laughs> like they're like these long tall glass like thin cylinder candles a lot like of the pe- ones that have like the jesus pictures on yes them. but it didn't have a jesus picture on it it was just like a red candle you just put a picture of cody on it no i did not i did not do that i hadn't met him at the time uh but what i did was i um i didn't carve a name into it but you can that's a very common thing if you carve the name into the candle um red obviously symbolizes love uh do this on the new moon because that's the best time to like manifest things uh what you're gonna do you're gonna take that red candle you're gonna carve whatever you want if you do sigils uh carve a sigil if you do runes uh carve carve you know the love rune um light the candle uh at moonrise so that's different at every time um for every moon uh light the candle and really as you're lighting it and like putting it like up uh really think about everything that you want this does really well in tandem with other manifestation rituals um so if you've done those you already know what you want and just really think about it and like thank god or the universe or whoever you know the moon the sun whoever um that you believe in or don't um for it already happening so think about it as if it has already happened like oh my god thank you so much for my wonderful boyfriend or my wonderful girlfriend or my wonderful partner um and then you're gonna let that candle sit it's kind of a fire hazard because if you got a big old candle like i did (laughs) uh but you're gonna let that candle sit and burn until that until it blows itself out until it burns to the wick all the way at the end um you're gonna let that shit burn bonus points if you combine it with uh some uh black salt for protection against like bad juju rosemary for love jasmine roses lavender is always really good for these kinds of rituals um bay leaves are also good especially if you like put a name or like a sigil on the bay leaf um it totally depends on your practice but i just uh did a sigil carving i put some rosemary and rose into the candle lit that shit and let it burn uh all the way through and it burned for like a couple of days and then it burned all the way to the uh wick and i met cody like right after that <laughs> wow i know um did you thank the moon for it i did I did. Um, another thing, this is more just like spicy psychology, but it really did work. Uh, I really hope Cody doesn't listen to this because it sounds like I'm crazy. <laughs> um, but so probably a couple of weeks before we met, I was doing all this like manifestation stuff with the new moon in August. Um, and so after the new moon, I would sit down and journal and I wrote like a very in-depth list of all the traits and qualities that I wanted from a partner. And I was 
hyper specific. I was like, when I'm a couple years older, brown curly hair, brown eyes, tall, uh, empathetic, uh, like just all this stuff, creative, um, good job, you know, all these things. Um, and I was a little bit more detailed. I just can't remember them right now. Um, but I did that and I didn't burn it, but I really just sat on it. You can burn it if you want to on a full moon, um, to release that manifestation is kind of the purpose of that. Uh, but I wrote down hyper specific everything about a partner that I wanted. Um, and I, all I'm going to say is, uh, (laughs) Mans checks the boxes. Mans has curly hair, curly brown hair and brown eyes and all those other traits that I was hyper specific on. Um, So there's that. I think it's just good for prioritizing. Um, And then if you do that during the new moon with your candle and all that, then on the full moon, the full moon is the best time to like release things, whether that's releasing blocks in, you know, your love life or right now I'm doing a lot with like prosperity and like abundance um but full moon um take what you wrote down your manifestations your letters whatever you did um and you can burn it um in a cauldron if you have one i have this like black like uh like really hearty uh like jar thing that my mom gave me it's like really old uh shit's indestructible uh so what i do when I need to let something go is I take it outside on the full moon, put it in a salt ring just to cleanse the whole thing um, and burn the paper and burn it in the cauldron or the whatever you're using, a, a, a kitchen pot. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, burn it, save the ashes and then make the ashes into black salt for protection. So then you're kind of taking the things that let you that like weighed you down in the past especially with love you're allowing that to it's like you're allowing the good to come through while leaving the bad in the past um so i've done that before i didn't do it this last time but i have done it before and it really did like it feels like that that those things that you were like harboring so fiercely really don't exist anymore um and then also take a full moon love bath um not as sexy as it sounds (laughs) um a milk bath a milk bath. Um, use non-dairy. Um, who's drinking milk these days? Do you drink milk? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I was really scared. I was crickets because no one should no be drinking No one should milk be anymore. drinking milk. Um, so yeah, put, you know, draw yourself a bath on the moon, on the full moon. Uh, this one doesn't depend on moonrise, so you're good. Um... And technically the Newman one doesn't either, but it just helps heighten like the energy and whatnot. Um, but so draw yourself a bath, um, put some dairy free milk in there. Personally, I like coconut milk. I think it's very hydrating. Um, hydrating. Hydrating. <laughs> uh, put some oil in there. Specifically, if you have Lang Lang oil, that is very good for like love and like sex and attraction. Uh, so Lang Lang, Jasmine, vanilla, uh i think uh black cohosh is really good uh lavender rose petals are a must um and then cinnamon is also really good so put that all that shit in the bath um full pumpkin spice latte (laughs) um in the bath (laughs) um get your bubbles get your oils uh light your red candle 
or some incense. Patchouli is great for love manifestations. Um, and just sit in the bath for however long feels comfortable and think about the warmth and think about how you want, you know, a future relationship to feel that warm and close and comforting. And then when you stand up from the bathtub and all of the water kind of falls off of you, imagine that that water falling off of you being drained in the tub is all of the things that was holding you back. Any kind of block, any kind of, um, hurdle that you kept on hitting that you kept on just holding on to imagine all of it just going flowing off your body down the drain never to resurface you might have to do it a couple of times depending on how deep your trauma is but you know small things like that of letting go and then manifesting the like life that you want really does work and whether it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy spicy psychology or maybe there's something to this whole witchcraft thing i think it's useful so use that as you will i did also manifest my boyfriend but i won't get into that no you have to get into that no why not (laughs) damn it Ugh. manifest your boyfriend break up with your boyfriend manifest a new one yeah that's it folks (laughs) um so what we learned today is that the true horror stories of dating um is just men when they're scary or they think they're funny um or they're entitled or they have audacity those are the horror stories men do better don't be scary do better do better do better do better um so yeah and then uh basically just uh be a witch and manifest the partner of your dreams um so yeah this has been uh jonna and Haley, and uh we want to thank you for playing the game hell yeah <laughs>